The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn News. Hey there, it's Dan Roth, LinkedIn's Editor-in-Chief. Welcome to This Is Quick, where we ask our This Is Working guests pointed questions about their own best practices. Today, we're hearing from Francesca Cornelli, Dean of the Kellogg School of Management. Other than your phone, is there anything that you have with you every day at work you really can't start your business day without? What is that one thing or things that are always with you? A lipstick and a scarf. No matter, you can use a scarf and a lipstick and you're adopted. As a matter of fact, we have Special K, which is a show the students have, where among other people, they make fun of the dean. And students who represent me, they're always wearing a scarf. So I realized that. Clearly, they've noticed. (laughs) When did you first know what you wanted to do? And what's the one piece of advice you would give to someone who was trying to figure out what it is they want to do? So I would say I never knew what I wanted to do, especially as an academic. I've been given so many times um, the advice to really focus on one area only because I was going to have much more visibility in that way. And I always like to do to, to keep my feet in, in many things. So I almost never knew. And what I would advise people is if what you really want to do is that, that that's the specialty, that's what you want to do, and that's all you want to do, then do it. But I think life is long, and if that doesn't absorb all your passion, you shouldn't. You don't have to know what you want to do, in your opinion. Is that right? You can go through your entire Absolutely. working life and be Absolutely. like, I'm, not sh- I'm still not sure. If you had asked me five years ago, do you want to be a dean? I would have thought, I don't think so. So you see. <laughs> Is there one habit that you have that helps you stay productive? Coffee. I guess I'm very Italian. I uh, start getting coffee first day. First, I'd get a coffee, and then my mind starts working, and throughout the day. Maybe it's not very healthy, but I don't survive without coffee. I'm with you. What do you like? Are you an espresso person? Are you iced coffees? What's your choice? So here's the problem. I am an espresso person. But as an Italian, I'm very, very fussy about espresso. So at home, I'll have an espresso. But outside, unless I'm super certain what that espresso is, I will not get an espresso. I will get a regular filter coffee. All right. Is there one thing that will derail your productivity? I am a procrastinator of things I don't like. I have to give a bad news or something I really don't like. So that is really bad because I know I procrastinate. And then because it's late, I know I have to make an extra effort to justify why I'm late. And therefore, it gets gets in a a vicious circle. I, I need to learn to do the things I don't like more quickly. Likely, there's a lot of things I catalog I like to do. So, Who was your first mentor and what was something important you learned from them? 
I would say my advisor during the PhD program, Eric Maskin, who ended up getting the Nobel Prize in economics, he was an amazing mentor and he always pushed me. And I always remember one thing. I was writing a paper and I went to him and he was criticizing an assumption. I was a game theorist. It was a theoretical model. So he was very abstract. He was criticizing an assumption I made. And I said, but you made this assumption in your papers. And he got quite upset with me. And he said, that is not a justification. Just because I did it, why do you have to do it? You have to do your own reason. And you know, it stuck with me for all my career, for all my life. Just because someone did it doesn't matter, doesn't matter how impressive. You have to have your own reason. And it really stuck with me. That's a great one. All right, someone shows up for a one-on-one -on -one with you. What makes you want to extend the time and what makes you want to end it as fast as possible? So I have people coming to me for all sorts of reasons or different things. The thing I really don't like is when people start talking, talking, and I'm not sure why they're there. I don't know if they're, and, and after a while I'm like, okay, but are you here just to describe me something? Fine, I'll sit down and, and listen, but usually people come for a reason. So what can I do? I, I, so if I don't see, I don't understand why they're there, what they need from me, I feel like, okay, I have so many people I can help instead. I don't want to stay there. And at the same time, when people instead show me huge aspiration, huge things, and, I, and I'm like, oh, I can help that person, right? Then I love it. Any mistakes you've made along the way in your career that you now look at as a life lesson? I would say some being stubborn, I would enter into a paper or a line of research or trying to fix something when I started to be more involved in running the business school in London. And sometimes you have to cut your losses and let it go and admit defeat. And I was always, I can fix it. I, I can turn this paper around. I can fix these things. And sometimes it's just not worth the energy. I still do that mistake, but I'm a bit more aware of my weakness of still try, wanting to try. Is there some way to know when to cut ties? Like, how do you know when it's time to let it go? I wish I knew, but when I, I try to think now is, is there something else much more impactful that I could do instead, instead of fixing something that will not be that successful, right? If, if there's still a probability of doing something amazing and impactful, then yes, I, I will still try. But sometimes it's just more like, I'm going to fix it so it's not a total failure. So then it's more about vanity. I don't want to say, oh, I didn't succeed versus it's worth my time for an impact. And then what kind of career advice do you give people? People must come to you all the time and say, I would love to be in your job one day. I want to be sitting where you're sitting at Kellogg. What path do I need to be on? My advice is always to follow their passion. I hear so much, like starting from PhD student, they say, uh, oh, I want to do a research in this area with this advisor because this advisor is influential or this area is hot right now. And I'm like, well, but is it where you have the idea? Is where you're passionate? Or MBA students who are thinking, oh, I go in this area because there's a lot of demand and it goes well, well, but is it your passion? I think there's a lot of people who are trying to be 
strategic. And I'm not saying to be completely naive, but I, I don't believe you can succeed if you don't have a passion for what you're doing. I just don't believe it. So just have a passion and you will find your way if you have that. Is that right? Yes. Passion and believing that you have the skill, right? You also have to kind of be self-critical and say, well, is it a good path for me? I may want to be a, an incredible athlete, but I won't. So maybe it's a different that path. That was Francesca Cornelli, Dean of the Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern University. It was great talking to her. I thought the points about espresso were exactly what you would expect from someone who left Italy and came to the U.S. But what I really liked was her point about not knowing exactly what she wants to do yet. Here is the dean of a top 10 business school, and she still feels like she's a work in progress. That's a very cool idea. It means that no paths are closed off to us at any point in our lives. But I would love to hear from you. Do you feel like you are fully baked, that you are in exactly the right place, you're doing exactly what you want to do? Or do you think there's still a possibility that you haven't found what it is that you intend to do with your professional life? Let me know on LinkedIn using the hashtag, this is working. And if there's a question you want to hear in these candid segments with guests, let me know that too. You can reach me at thisisworking at linkedin.com. Thanks to our team for putting this together. Nina and I will be back next week to do a deep dive on my interview with Francesca. Be sure to tune in. Be well and stay curious.